Welcome in. Happy Tuesday. Corbett's Corner here as we deep dive into the NBA playoffs. Having some fun series here as uh, we've just had a couple series go to game two. And uh, we're obviously going to have throughout the course of the week up till game four in most of the series. And they've been pretty fun. Uh, the Suns do look indeed like the favorites. DeAndre Ayton, uh, DeAndre Ayton certainly having a strong year, a uh, strong start to his postseason campaign. They're going to need him to keep that up. Uh, certainly if they want to overcome another second place finish, right? The, there was a whole narrative this past off season, Aiton, are they going to give him the max? Are they going to let him walk? He can't really let him walk. He's got that promising player, but can he play in today's NBA? If he doesn't have an outside shot, um, you know, we'll see, we, we'll get into the jazz a little bit later and how teams are looking their chops, just thinking about dreaming about getting to play the jazz in a playoff series because they could take Rudy Gobert out of it as the Mavs are doing, but more on that in just a little bit. So the Warriors look pretty damn dangerous, huh? Um, pretty scary. That that was my question coming into the series, which I thought that the Nuggets, obviously with the back-to-back -back MVP, Nikola Jokic, the best player probably on the planet right now, uh, is what, nearly plus 200 dogs? You don't necessarily know what you're going to get with Steph with his injury. Uh, it looks like you're going to get Steph. My goodness, he's coming off the bench and he's putting up astronomical numbers. He can't miss from three. He's the best shooter of all time. Clay and Draymond look youthful. Uh, Jokic and Mike Malone look in trouble. Jokic is getting mad. Uh, you know, he's lost his cool a couple times this year. He got ejected last night. He obviously injured Marcus or Markeith Morris earlier in the year when he, you know, got into a scuffle and then basically bulldozed him over and uh, sidelined him for a couple of months in a pretty scary incident. He's got these ruthless brothers that always come to all his games. Don't want to mess with Nikola Jokic too much, but people are messing with him and it's starting to get to him. They're down 0-2 in the series. Jamal Murray, you know, I feel bad because Jokic is just playing out there with nobody. Uh, Aaron Gordon, uh, Will Barton, who actually thinks a nice piece, but he's not a guy that's going to be able to take over a game when you're shutting down Jokic or sending two, three guys after him. Uh, and Jokic is always, he's not just looking to score. He's looking to facilitate. He's looking to set up shots too. He's a great passer. Uh, Jamal Murray could have been that guy, but we haven't seen him for over a year. ACL tear ruined a promising year last year, coming off a Western Conference finals in the bubble. Um, Nuggets get bounced early because of that Murray injury. Get the six seed this year because he doesn't play a single game this year, but it's been over a year right? Isn't it like seven, eight months for an ACL timeline? I'm not sure on that. I haven't torn one myself, obviously, but uh, do you bother rushing him back or do you just kind of, you know, you don't want to, what does Murray want to do? He probably doesn't want to come back and risk anything there for a team that's down two nothing. It looks dead, looks dead. Nuggets plus 950 to win the series now. Um, and the Warriors obviously look pretty damn good. Let's talk about the Timberwolves here. They've got game two tonight. I think they can win this series. Uh, I know it's only been one game, but my doubts about Memphis have been confirmed. Team that hasn't been here. They were an eight seed last year. They got, you know, destroyed. Um, and, you know, what, what are we doing? They're, they're a better. We've seen the record without John Morant. Uh, is that a good thing, right, you, that he's playing? Uh, you know, you obviously want your best player on the floor, but it takes away from the fluidity of all these other guys, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson, Jr. These guys play well as a team. Uh, and they've shown that when they haven't had a star player kind of taking all these shots, putting up his points, getting his, 
uh, and you see just a complete, it should have been a complete blowout in Memphis for the Timberwolves. If it wasn't for the Grizzlies getting 43 shots at the free throw line. Um, so obviously the refs did everything in their power to have the two seed out, but they couldn't even get it within single digits with that 43 mark at the line. You know, I uttered this to a group chat a month ago that I foresaw as much as much as it pains me. I foresaw a path to the Western Conference Finals for the Wolves exactly because of this. I don't think Memphis is legit. Um, And now all of a sudden that path looks a lot more difficult because the Warriors have Steph back and looks like Steph is uh, doing Steph things and healthy. Um, But hey, the Grizzlies look susceptible. Uh, D'Lo needs to step up. He had a bad game one. They didn't need him. But I like the Wolves tonight, too. Why not? The public's all over Memphis to win this series, to get it even here in Memphis. Why? The only reason they were in game one was because of those ridiculous uh, uh, discrepancy in free throws. Uh, I like the Wolves tonight. I, I think Memphis, again, is just a susceptible team. They might be a year away. They might be in a little bit of discombobulation with Morant back in the lineup. They know the numbers. They've got that in the back of their minds, how well they've been doing without them. Uh, and they're down 1-0 to the seven seed. If it's 2-0 and you got to go to the Twin Cities, which is going to get up for this game, I don't think this team's got the mental fortitude being so young to be able to overcome that. Uh, I like the Wolves tonight. All right, yes, you you here are my aunt th- thoughts. I got to give them to you, right? Nice game. Big win. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. He's, he's a good scorer. Ant's a good scorer who gets his points by being a volume shooter. Uh, Ant averaged 21 points per game this year. Congrats. 17 shots attempted per game. Plus the three free throws he makes on average a game basically works out to him scoring 18 points a game while shooting it 17 times a game. Okay. You know, that's not beautiful basketball. That's, that's point scoring. That's fine. It's not efficient. It's not excellent in any way. Um, Ant's a good starter right now. He's so young. He has the ability to keep blossoming, uh, you know, and I would like to see him do that. But right now people losing their mind over a 30 point game. Let's see him get an all-star game first, a nod, uh, before we start crowning him the next LeBron. Oh, by the way, his 36 point game, which was less than Tyrese Maxey put up, uh, you know, people put up these games. It's, it's not impressive. It's, it's <laughs> scoring on 23 shots, 36 points is fine. Congrats. You know, if it helps your team win, which again, Ant's a good player. He's a good starter. Chris Finch has been the, the mastermind, which I was completely wrong about because they, the way they hired him was so bizarre, but maybe it was a blessing in disguise because they got, you know, Ryan Saunders out of here and where's he been? Uh, you know, the, the league kind of took care of him where it was like, yeah, you don't really know where you're, you're doing, do you? I, I listened to Chris Finch on the radio do his interview spots now, and, you know, he's a smart coach. I, I was completely wrong in him, mostly because of the way he was hired by the mismanagement of the Wolves, but the job he's doing is incredible. Delos had an improved season. Cat seems he made an all-star game. Ant took a step forward this year. You know, I can't deny that. Um, and if they win this playoff series, that'd be awesome. But then Ant do it in the uh, Western Conference Sunrise. So, I mean, and then if you do it there, you got to do it in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, and then if you do it there, you got to do it in the finals. And if you win the finals, you got to do it again next year. Uh, what happened there? Um, but, it, it, you know, stuff like that. Maxi outscored uh, Ant, but we still only hear about Ant. Uh, Maxi joins LeBron James as a 21 year old or younger with 35 points and five plus three pointers. 
you know, I'd be like, okay, is Maxi the next LeBron? No, these stats are meaningless. Jordan Poole, 30 plus game, joins Wilt Chamberlain with 30 points, 30 plus points in a Warriors playoff debut. Is Jordan Poole Wilt? Uh, the game has also changed so much. Scoring has changed so much. The three point shot. Uh, are we going to have a four point shot eventually in the game in the next five years? Who knows? Uh, we're going to have a fucking, you know, mid season tournament like we're freaking European soccer. Uh, you know, the, the game has changed so much and is still going to change. These stats are ridiculous. Um, and those are my thoughts there. Uh, oh, oh, the Jazz. Oh, the Utah Jazz. Talk about you are who we thought you were. People last year. The Jazz are real tighter title contenders. No, no, nobody with a basketball sense is thinking that. Uh, it showed last year. It is showing this year. Talk about, um, you know, I just said that. Who You are who we thought you were. Split the series at home without Luka on the floor for Dallas. Uh, Salt Lake City, that's not an easy place to play. Uh, that's the only thing Utah gets up for sports-wise, right? Rudy Gobert mentioned in the open here on Corbett's Corner. People get excited to face the Jazz because Rudy Gobert is on the floor. You could totally take him out of the game by just being a good coach and game planning for it. Gobert, five points in the game one victory. Game two, eight points. Donovan Mitchell can't do it all. I mean, yes, great. Gobert's got 17 rebounds. How's that helping in the points department? Um, you know, the Mavs head to Dallas. Watch out for them. Is Luka going to come back? They got to be feeling confident. Jalen Brunson just put up 41 points. That's another thing. Jalen Brunson. Okay, is he the next LeBron too? Uh, all these guys are outscoring Ant, but we only hear about Ant's 36-point game. Again, I want the Grizzlies to lose tonight, so Ant, maybe uh, let's have another one of those tonight. How about that? Um, Mavs, Jazz, wide open. Again, what's the status with Luka? Whoever wins the series, they're not taking out the Suns. So um, it won't really matter. But Jazz, uh, nice job there losing uh, on their home floor without Luka Doncic for the Mavericks. Uh, so the Heat looked pretty damn good, too. Uh, team that made the finals just two years ago, albeit in the bubble. They lose Goran Dragic, who was a key part of that team last year. He's now older, coming off the bench for the Nets. Nice piece for them. But they gain Kyle Lowry, NBA champion. Having, uh, you know, a solid year, he's obviously the Heat play it well, where they, they've they had all these these guys, these young guys play well during the regular season. Stars don't have to be out there every night. Stars don't have to be out there every week. Uh, you get arrested Jimmy Butler. You get arrested Kyle Lowry, and you get what you have these playoffs so far. They dispose of the Hawks, a team that made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year and finished second uh, in the runner-up to the eventual champion Bucks. Um, so I mentioned you gain Kyle Lowry for losing Goran Dragic. You lose Drake, Jay Crowder, who was shooting the lights out in the bubble that year, but you gain PJ Tucker, who at one point, basically up until the all-star break was leading the league in three point percentage, uh, won the finals last year. He's an NBA champ with the bucks. Um, I think it's heat Celtics Eastern conference finals. But, of course, the Celtics got their hardest first-round opponent. This Nets, uh, That Nets series is so damn fun. Game one showed you Kyrie's flipping off the crowd. He's saying, suck my dick to people in the, uh, you know, in the tunnel after the game. What a move by Jason Tatum that he put on there to win the game-winning layup. Um, incredible move by Tatum. You know, this. The, he, I thought Tatum was the best player. STL shot out, obviously, as well. But in the draft, uh, when Mark L. Foltz went number one, 
Uh, he's really blossoming into a player, but he's like Ann Edwards. He's another one of these volume shooters who try and score. Now he's scoring 27 points per game, which is a lot more. But again, he's shooting a lot and his three point percentage is down. I think he could take over the league if he becomes more efficient. Um, and again, he's so young. He's 24. He could still figure that part out. Um, don't count out the Nets, no. Yeah, <laughs> you know. The Celtics were the best team. They had a, such a slow start. New coach, Brad Stevens, moves upstairs. They got the new guy in there. Um, slow start, and then they were the best team in the East during the second half. Um, look, they steal game one in a thrilling fashion. They're going to get game two on their home floor. That's going to give them advantage. If they go up 2 nothing to Brooklyn, which does not have home field advantage, does not have a true fan base, um, you know, if the Celtics get past the Nets, what are they going to get the Bucks? I mean, that's going to be hell of a series. The semifinals is going to be great. You could potentially get Heat, Sixers, uh, and Bucks, Celtics, or even Bucks, Nets. Uh, either way, it's going to be awesome. Um, so let's talk about those other ones. No Capella for the Hawks. Remember, injured in the play-in, he hyperextended his knee when Mobley fell on him awkwardly. Uh, that hurts the Hawks, and it looks like a team as disciplined and as good and experienced as the Heat might run away with that series, but we'll find out. Um, let's see. Sixers taking care of the Raptors. They're just overmatched. Scotty Barnes didn't play in game two. It was basically the same game as the Sixers sweep the two at home up to nothing. What's the status on Barnes? Um, Tyrese Maxey's balling out now. That makes them a complete five uh, for their starters. Tobias Harris, Danny Green. But if you have Maxey, Harden, uh, and obviously Embiid, who was uh, probably going to be MVP runner-up for the second year in a row, I mean, that's that's scary. And then all you just need is a Tobias Harris game, who's had a pretty good start to the series so far. And we'll see how they match up with the Heat if they are indeed going to run away with that series against the Raptors, which I think it is going to be. All right, that's your NBA playoffs primer. Game twos again going on tonight and uh, up until game four throughout the week for the first round of the NBA playoffs. It's been fun. It's a fun time of the year. Ten games into the baseball season. Still way too early to tell who's good or not. Want to give it about 40 games, um, you know, into the season, which kind of breaks up the 162-game schedule into four quarters. Um, such a long season, so streaky for players, for teams, injuries. But here are some thoughts on some players. Albert Pujols has been awesome for the Cardinals. Let's go, STL represent. Uh, first in the NL Central, looking great. Uh, he had the home run at home, awesome ovation, uh, bittersweet. It, it's it's great to see him back at the Cardinal uniform. He had a nuke. He had an absolute nuke to tie the game in Milwaukee this past week and end up losing the game. But, you know, good God, look at his numbers right now. He's he's just do, he looks like pools of old. He's he's just basically slid into the lineup. You got the DH. He's not asked to do anything in the field. He's rested whenever he wants. And he's just hitting bombs against lefties. Uh, he's only 19 home runs away from 700. Can he do it? I got to go to that game. If he's, I, I got to kind of watch. I got to watch schedule chasing. If I have an opportunity to be in St. Louis for Albert Bulls to the 700th home run, I got to fucking be there. Uh, 19 away for Pujols, who is starting off red hot for your red hot Cardinals. Arenado, absolutely on fire. He's been incredible. Um, another year, another slow start for Goldie. I don't know what it is. Uh, he just he's he starts so slow for April and May, and then he goes on an absolute tear. He's going to pick it up as always. No fear there. Um, I was so wrong on Saya Suzuki. Saya Suzuki. 
That dude's legit. The the East is coming for our stuff here in the U.S. This guy, obviously, Otani, uh, Quan from Cleveland. That dude, what? He saw like 21 at-bats. He didn't miss a pitch. He didn't swing and miss at a single pitch. Um, these guys are disciplined. Watching them take at-bats is so fun. They're not swinging and missing, going for home runs. They're taking good at-bats. They're mixing contact with power, timing. It's beautiful to watch these guys watch uh, take at-bats uh, as opposed to what the American game has turned into, which is basically swing with an uppercut, and you either get a home run or you get a strikeout. You go one for four with a solo dinger and three Ks. This is a lot more fun. Suzuki hitting for power, hitting for average. Quan was leading the league in, ad, uh, you know, in average for quite some time. He's fallen a little bit down since, still having a good year. Um, you know, he doesn't have a home run, but he's got a couple doubles, a triple. Otani, you know, the first guy we're seeing, obviously, in the uh, live ball era uh, to do both on the mound and uh, at the plate. Uh, he's off to a hot start, three home runs at the dish, slow start on the mound, but uh, you imagine one of the greatest we have ever seen in the last couple of years. We'll figure it out. Um, baseball, 10 games into the season. Jordan Alvarez, remember uh, in my kind of Masters and MLB season primer on Corbett's, um, mentioned he was, I kind of liked him for MVP, ended up not pulling the trigger. Well, he's only played five games this year due to COVID. He has three bombs. I mean, this dude just hits absolute missiles. Vladdy Guerrero Jr., the overwhelming preseason MVP favorite. He was like plus 300. Uh, he's got five bombs Yep, tied for major league lead. CJ Crone, how about that? Former twin, uh, classic, they let him go. But CJ Crone with five bombs, nice, nice start. Uh, he's in Coors Field. Four of his home runs have been at Coors Field. Crone's disease might be uh, settling down a little bit. But he's currently tied for the lead with five bombs. Ozzy Albies, the other, the second baseman for the Braves, as the current Major League home run uh, lead is at five home runs in a majority of teams, 10 games into the season. NBA playoffs all week, MLB regular season, uh, off and running, off and running here on Corbett's Corner. We've got an exciting episode of Winging It coming out uh, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, whenever you enjoy it for the audio or visually. Really good conversation with Andrew McBride, a stand-up comedian down in Florida, um, I think you're going to really enjoy this interview. It comes on after our usual shenanigans with the crew. All right, that's this week. We'll talk to you.